Why do we associate expensive with good? There's a psychological reason behind it, and marketers take advantage of that every day. Not anymore. This is Good Swill Hunting. We've assembled a team of experts. Brian, our industry insider. Talking about price. Okay. Uh, I would look into the craft of beer world. Helps us navigate the world of beer alongside Matt. For the hardcore damaged individual alcoholic. <laughs> a total outsider. He prefers bush ice. I'm Blaine. My job is to balance things out. John, our host, keeps this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. This just feels right. It has been so long. <laughs> so long. I mean, this is 2022 has not gotten off to a good start for us. Huh. It has just been one thing after another. We've had really hard time finding a, a way to get together here for January, but we're here now. And we had plans for January, and they just kind of all fell apart for a lot of different reasons. Uh, we've had uh, run-ins with COVID. So we couldn't be in the studio together. You know, we're in the middle of dry January. At least a couple of us are trying it out. Pussies. Trying to give our livers so, a break. So far, I'm with you on it. Yeah. So we're yeah almost through the month of January. But we had four beers that we wanted to do. You know, because, look, these, these NA beers that, that are out there, Really, a lot of people are curious about wait, them. Wait, what you kind just, of beer? You just said near beer. Is that what you're calling it, Matt? Near beer. That's, That's what we always called it growing up. See, growing up, we always called it Duels because that was the only <laughs> one I think that was out there. Can, can we just pause and just acknowledge that you just said non-alcoholic beer <laughs> on a beer podcast? No, it, it seems weird, but I will say this. these There's some cheap ones out there that definitely would probably meet our swill standard because well i haven't tasted them but i'm guessing these things are going to taste pretty bad but if you're you know if you're doing dry january and you still want to you know have that beer taste maybe you'd get a non-alcoholic beer i don't know but we're going to try them out and this is i don't get it you don't get it either but it's a huge business it's huge like this non-alcoholic beer thing has been growing by the billions every single year i'm so curious about where this beer came from and the story behind it that i am at that feeling you get before the Super Bowl, wait like before hear. the Super Bowl starts, like half of that is my feeling toward Brian. Because Brian's been researching the info on this. He's been looking into this, and he's got so many gems to tell us about. With not, you know, I do. you know what I thought was really weird. So the non-alcoholic beer, I've heard of this before, obviously. You know, with the duels, and it's been around for a while. They actually have non-alcoholic liquor. You can get whiskey without alcohol or bourbon. Like okay. I, that I, to me is a no whole that's other I draw the line. beyond. I don't understand that. That's right. That, that screams to me. That screams I'm a fed, and <laughs> I, I'm here to entrap you in some shit. No, <laughs> move along, Mister Fed. On. What does it taste here. like? Because liquor, I don't liquor know. Tastes like liquor. I, yeah. I don't think I would buy it. I, I saw a bottle of non-alcoholic bourbon at Total Wine. Did you? <laughs> Isn't that Th- weird? $35. Really? Thirty. That's stupid. Maybe like, it's like this. You hair- drink it to get drunk, okay? I don't care. You'll drink it for the flavor. Bullshit. You drink it for the end game to get drunk. Why are you spending $35 for a bottle of brown water? That really is bizarre to me. I yeah. don't understand it. I, I really, that that the beer thing I can kind of get. Because if you're a big time beer drinker, maybe you had a problem, you have to give it up. This might be a way to still, if you, you know, some people really do enjoy the taste. And I've heard some of these are good. I, I don't get it. I, I, I've said I don't buy that argument. To me, all I'm going to be doing is peeing all afternoon after we drink these beers, and I'm not going to have a buzz. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But <laughs> but I think some people just, if they're at a party or whatever, and they kind of want to have something in their hand instead of having like a LaCroix. And you're not a target. <laughs> they have something that kind of looks like beer. I don't and, know. and if your peers don't know what it is, you're not going to be a victim to the peer, and that's peer true pressure. Too. Right? I mean, oh, he's drinking and, a beer. And I'm with Brian. I 
I can't pee if I don't have a buzz. Really? Is that a thing? No. Oh, <laughs> no, you you had me there. I was like, really? That's a thing. Okay. But I'm, I'm thinking about it. If you are at a party, right, and and you are trying to pretend like you're drinking, like the the one we're doing here, it has N A real large on it, and this other one, yeah. It just says, no, you'd have to really look hard for non-alcoholics. You so would. This, you could fool somebody you and be could. like, hi, I'm not a pussy. Um, but Well, look, some people have to abstain. You really are. Some people have to abstain. I get it. Uh, but uh, here's something really funny. And I Drink don't water. If, Brian, I don't know if this happened to you, but I went and picked up some N.A. beer, and I got carded. Did you get carded? What? I uh, got carded, and I told the guy, I was like, that's non-alcoholic, and he just blank stared at me. I'm like, okay, I'll get my ID out. <laughs> A, a couple of things on that one. He, he's going to make make you go through the hassle of doing it because you're buying. <laughs> I just was like, I, really? I, sorry, Brian. I don't have a baby face like you, John. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. You don't get carded and, anymore. And, and seriously, I have more gray hair in my beard every day now. I almost look like Matt. It's getting to be so bad. And even with the mask, there's no hiding it. <laughs> your beard? Yeah. 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 Have you ever tried to tuck it into your mask? <laughs> but if you, if you haven't seen a picture of Matt, first of all, go to goodswillhunting.com. Go to the About page, and there's a little bio of each of us, and you can see Matt and his beautiful beard that's probably about, I don't know, 18 Two inches, words. 12 inches? Jerry what is Garcia. Jerry, <laughs> it's true. You know, it's uh, I wear a gator sometimes, oh. and that helps to tame it, but it gets itchy pressing my beard against How my neck. I have gator? seen you shaved, though. I've seen you shave before. And it was impressive. I have shaved before. That's amazing. I look like I'm 12. You do. I was like, who's this kid? I've seen it short, not shaved. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the, the uh, NA beers, the near beers that we're going to be doing today. Uh, we are having... So here, so we have four lined up. So we're going to do them in two episodes because we have not been able to meet in the studio uh, for most of this month. So we're going to crank out two uh, beer uh, episodes or two podcasts in a row with two beers each. So two beer episodes. Uh, today, we're going to try... Penn's Best NA, and we're also going to try Surreal Brewing Company's 17 Mile Porter, both non alcoholic beers. Um, you guys, what we're going to do is we're going to just crack them both, and you guys drink each one a little bit, and then we'll do our first sip impressions, and we'll go on from there if that works for you. And are we just leaving out the whole porter and whatever it is? This is just which non alcoholic beer tastes the best. Yeah, basically. Re- regardless of where what it's trying to mimic. Yeah. Brian, did you want to chime in at all on this? No, I mean, I mean, do you want me to go over why or how this stuff's made before we get into it? I mean, any, any, any interest I, in that? I figure we'll do that after we okay. kind of crack them and kind of get yeah. an idea, and then we'll discuss you know, right. how that works. So you guys right. go ahead and crack them. I'm going to tell us a little bit about the uh, featured beers we have. So uh, first thing is Penn's Best NA. This is by Fred Koch Brewing, as uh, Brian would say it, but I would say Koch. It's uh, found a total rind. Listen to this. This is really, this is the absolute cheapest we've ever had in the podcast $2.99 a six pack that is four cents an ounce untapped actually has this on there describes the beer as honestly this is pretty good better than a lot of your basic natty light type brews nice carbonation super cheap another user said light and tasted similar to light beers uh untapped users gave this a 2.32 rating i do want to point this out too this does contain Less than 0.5% alcohol by volume. So it's not a complete zero alcohol beer. And you're going to find that with most of these, um, just the way they produce them. There's various ways you can make it, but you're going to get, most of them are going to have about a half a percent. Which is probably how you get any sort of recognizable beer flavor out of it, I guess. 
Yeah, I think. I mean, it depends on how it's made. There's yeah. just a bunch of different ways. We'll get into that. We'll totally go into that. All right, let's talk about the other one, too. This is a 17-mile porter. <laughs> it's a real brewing company. It's surreal. I do like that. It's pretty funny. Uh, it was found at Total Wine. This was five ninety nine dollars a six-pack. So this is $0.08 cents an ounce. A little pricey, especially for a non-alcoholic. Untapped describes the oh, beer. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a oh, 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 oh. Untapped describes. <laughs> Save it for first sip impressions. <laughs> Untapped describes I'm, the beer the same way that Brian does. Uh, as complex and delicious. You know what makes these better, Matt? Yeah. Notes of dark chocolate. <laughs> They're bringing out their we have flasks. flasks. Both Brian oh, and Matt, I gotta, beer I gotta insider and the outsider, have pulled out their flasks. Um, Cheers. Cheers, brother. Oh, God. Screw you, dry guys. No, notes of balanced uh, notes of coffee balanced by earthy hops pairs well with stews and outdoor adventures. This is 0.35% ABV. Uh, Untapped gives it a 2.72 rating overall. All right, so obviously we've all had our uh, our oh. first sips. So let's go to first sip impressions. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce will keep us happy. Check out goodswillhunting.com and click donate. Okay, I do want to just reiterate that. Goodswillhunting.com. It is such a cool website, you guys. It's It's been up now for weeks. We've talked about this on previous podcasts. Really, just go check it out. Go and to the About page. You can check out... Oh, you've done some stuff on there too, Well, Ashley, Ashley, our... Our uh, swill social specialist. Her name keeps changing. Her title keeps changing. <laughs> we'll come up with uh, one. We've started putting the beer commercials on there, the Good Swill advertising, mm-hmm. and you're adding more stuff on there as well. And we're talking about maybe putting them on YouTube and even a TikTok page, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. You can find us everywhere. Um, but yeah, check out the website. It's super cool. And if you're you know feeling generous, throw us a couple cents and we can we can... Buy some alcoholic beers. Uh, we have a Patreon page. It's all linked up there. You got a Reddit page on there. You've got our Facebook page, Instagram, all linked up on goodswillhunting.com. And we're all proud of that uh, website. Fail. Yes, uh, the uh, the Swill Social. Who was that? It was not me. Swill it was the Social. one that told us to turn our phones off. She did. I wanted to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> she totally uh-huh. did. Okay. Everybody turn your phones off. Sit right. me. First sip hey, impression. Hey, she, she can't. I think we don't Brian, have a mic on her, so she can't stand up. For she herself. could just smile and nod. Uh, Brian already she basically just gave me. us his first sip. I want to start with Matt. Matt, let's talk about Penn's Best first. Uh, when you cracked that and took a sip, what were your thoughts? Well, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm not participating in this BS known as Dry January. So I'm pre gaming with a bush ice. I have a bush ice, and I have this porter, and I have this Penn's Best. And what's in the flask? Oh, and the flask is. Uh, <laughs> Jim Beam Black. <laughs> does it say ha- happy water? It does say happy water. It's my wife's flask. Oh, it ha- <laughs> I just grabbed the first clean one I saw. How many do you have? Three or four. Okay. Right on. So what were your thoughts on the uh, on the N.A. beer then? The, the uh, first one, the uh, Penn's Best. The Penn's Best, I feel like, well, we always did the can, you know, and this can reminds me of a Dale's. Oh, yeah, we didn't do the tank can, did we? Well, we'll talk about that can. The can reminds me of a Dale's. It does. And it's got a blue ribbon on it, like it a past like blue it ribbon. Does. And so it's very confusing. It's <clears throat> Penn's Best what you, NA, non alcoholic beverage. Contains less it's than. It's effing near water. <laughs> 
It's smooth, refreshing. <laughs> Nobody beer. else picked up on that. I, I liked it though. What did he say? He said, "This beer is canoe sex, effing uh, near water." That's now, what he, I'm with Brian. I don't know what to think about this porter. Yeah, um, the porter. You know, you got all of that mouthy porter feel, but none of the <laughs> none, of the, none benefit. Of the benefit. <laughs> okay, Brian. First, talk, tell me what your thoughts are on Penn's best NA. Okay, so non-alcoholic beer, NA beer, um, but Matt earlier called it nearly beer, and the first thing that comes into my mind is this is nearly beer. It nearly tastes like beer. Yeah. Um, so yeah. okay. I'll, I'll give it there. All right, and then <laughs> the, the, the porter, the I mean, 17 you, you saw my person. <laughs> I heard it, too. It was terrible. Uh, I'm going to take another sip now that, that the initial shock it's, is it's, That is was the first mouth. sip it was, heard around the world. It was. Mm-hmm. It smells... Terrible. Like I smell like there's. We're not um, talking about that one yet, are we? We're pro- we're doing them both. We're doing them both. Pay attention. Aren't you doing sober too? The like, taste is so bad on this. I've just I've been out of it. It's Brian's first sip. Blaine, go ahead. Yeah, Brian. It, it, I, pencil shavings is what I smell on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And then it just tastes like tobacco in Ooh. like old water that. With pencil shavings Dude, in you're it. you're stealing the words out of my mouth. This is this is the I grossest the thing shavings. I've had on this show yet. Gosh. Okay. Uh, Blaine, what, <laughs> what's your first sip? Talk I'll, about I'll go Penn's, Penn's best. i got to have a sip of this VO just to get this out of my mouth. The VO is pretty terrible, <laughs> well, too. Penn's best my dad's tasted type. a lot better after I tried the uh, 17 Mile. Mm-hmm. But I'll, on the Penn's best... I, the first thing was sparkling water. That was the first initial mm, okay. taste, sparkling water. And then it just kind of lingered there where I started maybe tasting beer. And then it kind of turned to this flat, bitter, weird aftertaste that you don't get with club soda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the 17 mile? Disgusting. <laughs> oh, like it was it was so bad. And Brian nailed it like on the head, tobacco water. If you've ever had a you know, had a party and grab somebody's spit can. Well, oh, no, God, <laughs> I have not done that, so but gross. I'm talking, Matt, you know, what I'm talking about where the cup where everybody's cigarettes mm-hmm. sit in the cup and then it gets left out overnight and rains. And then there's that brown water. That's what I think this stuff is. And, and can you believe <laughs> there it won the 2019 what best dark non-alcoholic beer award? At the World Beer Awards. How bad were the other ones? And it won bronze for best non-alcoholic beer overall. For real? Who who judges those things? The same people drink non-alcoholic beer. And we Uh, know how we feel about them. (laughs) Well, (laughs) all right. I'm going to get my first sip. (laughs) Penn's Best NA actually resembles a beer. Like I opened, it was like, okay, I get it. It's like a, it's like a really watered down it, beer. It does. I mean, you, if you put this in a cup, you'd probably like, eh, I don't really like it, but it, you, you'd probably assume that it was a beer. Um, Seventeen mile porter. This to me tastes like if you went to the grocery store and you wanted to make, um, you wanted to get like vanilla ice cream, and you were looking for the, the chocolate syrup to put on top, but all you could find was like the diet, no sugar chocolate syrup and then you poured it into like the cheap ice cream that you could find because they were out of ice cream and it's like the crappy leftover vanilla that's like walmart brand and then you let it melt for a while and it kind of warmed up with that with that gross fake chocolate on there and then you then you drank that that to me is the taste of this it's like diet sugar grossness can i ask (laughs) i want to know would you guys go back to some of our 
nasty alcoholic beers over these. Like, so would you drink a simpler times o- over <laughs> 17 mile porter? Times made a non-alcoholic. <laughs> oh, I don't understand oh, the question. This, they secretly make this one. <laughs> would you rather have this would or you, a simpler times? If you had to choose between this 17 mile non-alcoholic porter and a simpler times lager, which one would you choose? Okay, so I don't understand the, the point of drinking non-alcoholic beer because you don't get drunk. So no, answer my question. It's gonna. I would rather drink a simpler times because at least I know I'm gonna get drunk. Oh boy. Now, I will say about this, this could be an interesting chaser for like a peanut butter whiskey. Really? Okay, okay. Okay, now we're getting right. creative now here. You, now you're, okay, I get, I get He's like going artistic there. with his he beer is. drinking. <laughs> <over> <laughs> we have to talk to him more about this. Uh, hey, real quick, let's, let's pause here because we did put together a little advertising. We didn't do the advertising for each individual beer, but you know what? We think you'll like it. Say goodbye to alcohol. And hello to N.A., non-alcoholic beer, the official drink of dry January. Say goodbye to hangovers, embarrassing moments, and say hello to strange looks from your friends. Non-alcoholic beer, because sometimes your liver needs a break. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, it, as football season comes to a close, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay, uh, so let's talk about... These NA beers um, and how this stuff is made, Brian. And you've been looking into this. And I, here's what I thought was really interesting: what you told me before we started recording that you didn't, you weren't really looking forward to doing this episode. But the more you researched it, you thought, okay, this might be kind of an uh, interesting, an interesting thing. Yeah, and I was curious: yeah, why do they exist? Yeah, and well, I guess I was more curious as to what they taste like and how close they they mimicked beer. Because there are many different ways to make it. And, and as I did my research on the individual breweries, most of them won't state how they make it. It's proprietary. Um, but you could kind of guess what means it is. So really, there's two overarching ways to make it. One, you interfere with the brewing process to prevent the formation of alcohol. Smaller craft breweries are going to do this. So you're more your, your local breweries in your hometown that are doing an A beer, an A beer, because you don't really need to buy any special equipment for it. Oh. So very simply, some ways they do it is they just don't add yeast to the wort. Um, okay. But you're going to get a very sweet beer in there. If anybody's ever home brewed before, like I, I have in the past, and I like to taste the different phases to say, hey, see where it goes as it's going. And it's so sweet. It's like a milkshake early on, like a cereal milkshake. Hmm. Um, so then there's limited fermentation. Um, and you mess with the, the wort in a way that you have less sugar, less fermentable sugar in it, or you change the temperature. So that way you don't have the enzymes that form alcohol. So that's another way that a cheaper craft brewery can do it. Okay. Um, there's a special yeast you could do. Um, a lot of the yeast producers are now making a special yeast, which we're going to get into that in the next episode on a brewery that has a, a unique yeast that produces non-alcoholic beer. Really? Um, and, and I don't want to get so many other ways. I just I want to get more into now the uh, the other way you could do it with the larger ones or, or larger breweries are doing where they're removing the alcohol um, from a fully brewed beverage after the fact. Um, so what they do is they make a beer as you oh. normally would, which is why the price is so high. Yeah. Because in all of these, they're using the yeah. same ingredients. So it's not like it's going to be less because there's 
they're not they're not using the same amount of ingredients. Those ingredients are what drive the cost. The one thing that should bring price down, though, is the fact that they're not having to ferment them, except for the you know unless they're, they're brewing a full beer, because the fermentation is now you're thinking real estate. You have that stuff taking up tanks, and you're not m- making money products in those tanks. And mm-hmm. probably tax is different too if it's not alcoholic. Right, right. And, and so when you get to what the larger breweries do is they remove it after it's fully brewed, as I mentioned. So one of the ways is they boil it off. <laughs> I don't like the idea of boiling it off. What you do is you make a beer. When the beer is done, you boil it till the alcohol is gone. You're going to affect the flavor of the sure. beer. So then there's another way. It's called vacuum distillation. And in this way, when they put the beer in this contraption, they don't have to get to um, a full. They don't have to get to the full boiling temperature. They could boil at a lower temperature of only 93 degrees, and doesn't affect the flavor of the beer as much. Mm. Um, and then you get into membrane filtration. And you, you get to what? full, yeah, I know. And uh, full strength beer, it's run through uh, a membrane that only allows alcohol color and some other flavors through, which gives you water. Um, so it separates out the water from the beer. And then everything else, they basically distill the alcohol out of it. And then they mix that, all those flavor ingredients back with the water. Wow. And you can also do that through reverse osmosis. That's an incredible That's expensive. process. And let's go back to you know the beginning of the pandemic. Do you know why all these, a lot of breweries um, were making health hand sanitizers? Oh, yes. I do remember that. That was a big deal. And a lot of them yeah. were using this process of, they were using one of these processes of pulling the alcohol out. Ah. Um, a lot of NA producers, beer producers were... They already had leftover alcohol anyway. They didn't know what to do with it. So they were like, well, heck, this is hand sanitizer. Yeah. Smart. That hand sanitizer smells a lot different than the (laughs) Purell. You're right. One brewery that (laughs) we're not going to talk about, I didn't pick them up to review um, just because of price point. I think it was really in the budget. Uh, But uh, Syria Brewing out of uh, Colorado, they were known for making THC beers. And you can't have THC and Canada. alcohol really? in a beer in, out in Colorado. So they were stripping just alcohol too much. out. Just too much. Try me. And then putting the THC <laughs> in. But people love the taste of their beer, but they didn't really want the THC buzz. So they said, hey, can you make this beer without you know, just THC or alcohol? And now you see it at every total wine in the country. They have that? Yeah. Syria. Could you buy a THC one? And an alcoholic one, and then uh, just mix them. Or you won't find the THC ones everywhere. <laughs> That's what I was like, really? You can, yeah. Um, but as for these particular breweries themselves, um, not to get too much, uh, just cliff notes. Uh, you know, the the Fred Cock Brewery, um, Penn's Best, uh, Genesee. That's who owns them. Um, not much to say there. We've covered their beers before. Yeah. Um, as for Surreal, it, it seems like. In, there's a trend in beer that about 2018, a lot of these national companies got started to make beer. Um, so this beer, um, it's interesting that I found it for five ninety nine for a four pack of twelve ounce cans, and he said, "Wow, that's pretty expensive for what we do here." Mm-hmm. Dude, their website sells it for twelve ninety nine for a six pack of twelve ounce cans. This stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's, ha, it's have, crazy. Have, they, have these people tried an alcoholic porter? <laughs> so apparently the name is their pricing strategy. Surreal. Surreal. Yeah. <laughs> they launched in 2018 and entered their red IPA in a contest, won gold, and immediately received national distribution. See, Overnight. It's, it's real. I was talking to a guy who who runs the uh, the beer department for a major grocery chain, and he said this is the fastest growing beverage that they have in the store. 
It's dedicating. If you go to a grocery store now, you will see there's a whole cooler now with the NAs. And he's like, I don't get it. These are more expensive because there's more involved with the process. And they sell like crazy. They're hard to keep in stock, especially in the month of January. That leads me to my question. And just tell me, you know, just move on if you have, you know, your rundown here. But as far as why this exists and and why do people even want to drink it well let's look at the websites um if you go to the website for a 70 mile porter um first of all they bring in there where it should be drank in the office for brainstorming and lunch sessions oh my gosh um work out electrolyte replenishment i don't buy that one electrolytes what is this i don't see me at the gym popping open this uh pen's best i'll never pop open this surreal this reminds me of when you uh, were giving us the history on the lime yeah and we got to pick which one is legit which one's real what's the most legit reason for making this alcohol -alcohol. also it's also good for the creative process for the artist folk or the producers of the world and i'm like why there's there's no alcohol um and then uh, adventure. Bring it on kayaking excursions. Bring it on your hike. I'm like, well, why not bring a beer? And so then, it even goes further. They have their tribe, their surreal tribe. And they have profiles no, of real people don't. who drink this stuff and why they drink it. See, when you start taking the alcohol out of, out of it, um, and I think, John, we were talking about, you'd rather have a Coke or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and, why? And, and why? I, that's how I feel. If you're not going to get the I'd benefit. Have, I'd rather have like an Arizona tea or something. Right? There you now, go. if I might have a moment of uh, confessional time. Uh-oh. God damn, that's terrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't my confession. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I uh, I was actually sober for an extended period of time Yeah. in the 90s. When you woke up this morning? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I had my first beer at eight, though, and I got up at seven thirty. Does that count? Before like a coffee, half hour. <laughs> nice. Um, anyway, when I was in the early nineties there, and I was going to these meetings and stuff, we uh, I tried some O'Doul's back then. Yeah, and did you like it? It tasted fine then, but what I found is I kept waiting for something to happen. That thing to happen, oh. and that thing never happened, and it just made you frustrated, and it made it's you want tease. real beer. So. You know, if if you're trying to do this dry January thing, good on you, but don't drink this shit because it's, <laughs> it's going to make you want to drink a real beer. Well, I think we should get to last call then because uh. I think you're you're kind of there. Let's do last call. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. All right, everybody's been taking their last swigs. Brian's studying the can after he had a little sip out of his <laughs> out of his stash that he's got there. I actually poured a splash of VO into the beer to see if it would help. <laughs> Did it help? No. <laughs> okay. All right, last call on this. Matt, we'll start with you. Uh, let's Again, we're doing... Uh, Penn's Best, N.A., and we're also doing 17-mile porter. We're going to rate them on our standard swill scale. Let's start off with Matt. What do you think? You know, I guess if you're going to drink this stuff, the Penn's Best was the best of these two. Mm-hmm. Um, but just don't put yourself through that. That's my PSA, okay? <laughs> friends don't let friends do this. Like like you said, drink a Coke, have a glass of iced tea. Are you, are you iced calling tea. us bad friends? <laughs> 
Drink a LaCroix. It's even more manly than this crap. Oh, there you go. Hey, knock it <laughs> off. I've been drinking that all month. Am I rating this now, too? Uh, yes, boy. rate it, please. A one. A one for the uh, Penn's Best? Yeah. Okay, then what are you going to give the uh, 17 mile? A point three five for each <laughs> of its percent. <laughs> for each of its percent. <laughs> all right, Brian, what do you think? You know, I'm, I'm approaching my ratings a little differently this time. Because they're on non-alcoholic? Well, there's two ways I'm looking at it. One, I did uh, sober January last year. I didn't do it this year. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did it last year, and I did struggle uh, heavily through it because I did miss my alcohol. And I did cheat on several occasions. Only on the weekends, Friday and Saturday. I usually had something. But I needed something to drink. Um, yeah, I know. Just call me on not fully drinking sober January. Yeah, good but I needed something to drink throughout it, and I thought, would this have filled the gap for me last year? And then, two, I'm going to look at it from uh, how close does this resemble an actual beer? Um, so I'm going to look at it with those two lenses. One, Penn's Best, it's a, it's like a watered-down Bud Light. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe this is what Milk Ultra tastes like, but I'm, I've never had one of those, <laughs> nor will I ever. oh we have um, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I imagine this this is what that would taste like. So I think that it, it it's close in flavor to beer. It doesn't have the aftertaste you get from many other beers, which are mostly caused by hops. So I'm not really sure if this has hops in it. Why you're not getting that clearing aftertaste from a lager like it should? Um, but two, would this fill the gap for last year when I was trying sober January? I think on a Sunday afternoon, if I was sitting down having chicken wings and watching football. I probably would would buy one of the a six pack. It would last me the entire month. I wouldn't be drinking it one <laughs> night, but I would have one with my, my my chicken wings. I wouldn't sit there and drink a six pack while I watch football like I I'm going to be doing this afternoon with mason jar. You, you, good point because I was going to go have wings with my wife. She's like, it's not the same without beer. I'm yeah, like, you're right. Never so mind. let's the, go get pizza. <laughs> uh, I would give this a, th- a three. Um, okay. Wow. Uh, surreal. It I, it's absolutely it is worse than. We never trade anything this bad on this show. Even <laughs> wow. simpler times, nothing. Even some of the other, the like the lemonade crap that you made me guys, you guys made me drink. Manny this daddy. is yeah, natty daddy. This is worse than all of that. It's like you mix these all together, and this that. is still worse than that like kamikaze of all the bad crap we've had. <laughs> okay, and this does not resemble a beer at all. <laughs> what do you they, rate it? Uh, negative ten. <laughs> Can we do that? Okay, negative 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Blaine, follow that up. I have some anger about this. It's <laughs> so see, bad. You really worked up. Like, I, who, who drinks this? And who gave them an award for this crap? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We should do some investigation. Calm this man down. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know what to say Pen's about best. these things. Yeah, I, know, I mean, they're just, I just don't have anything to compare it to. I remember sipping in O'Doul's a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not honestly recent enough to compare these. So I, I am going to put this kind of in a different scale like Brian did uh, and just go with, yeah, does it resemble a beer? And and the other thing I'm going to put on it is how offensive. Like to me, if, if you're not, if it's not going to have alcohol in it, it better taste good and it better not be offensive. And this stuff, <laughs> this stuff was a little reminiscent of beer, and it kind of came Pen's off like best. sparkling water when I first drank it. And then it had had a little bit of a weird aftertaste, but it also was kind of surprising how much of a beer aftertaste it had a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I will give, um, I'll give this stuff a three. Also, the pen's best. Yeah, the pen's right. best. I'm going to give it a three. 
Um, and again, this this is a different scale than <laughs> alcoholic beer. The porter, oh, this stuff is horrible. I mean, this. I mean, it's just watered down and nasty. And uh, I, I'm going to give it a, a zero. A zero, just like the alcohol content. It's yeah, bad. I, yeah, Brian. I, I was actually going to ask Matt a question, and he just answered it without me asking him. I was going to say, does his no beer left behind rule. He's, he drank oh, the He finishes porter. I know there's like what, 0.35%? You he had to drank. have that in your bloodstream? Is that what's going on here? Matt, I, I would have given I you op- a pass on this. I opened it. I'll finish it. <laughs> but wow. this is not that's, a beer. That's amazing. I, I, if you would have left this aside, I would, it's, it's I would okay, have not counted against you. <laughs> it's okay, Paul. He's my dog. I'll take him by the shed. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> oh man good job matt um okay so I, I i i'm in agreement with all of you guys on the uh, pen's best actually resembles a beer uh, it, it very similar to a, a beer but you know something off about it <laughs> i feel like i'm getting a hangover right now i don't know if that's the this stuff it's but I'm, get, I'm getting a headache i don't know uh yeah it does taste like beer um, uh, it's got a little bit of an aftertaste. I'll, I'll give this one a two, the pen's best a two, based on that skewed non-alcoholic scale. And I am in total agreement with everybody on this 17-mile porter. It says dare to be different on the side. Oh, they're uh, different, all right. <laughs> they're different. I don't think I'm going to dare to finish this one. Um, I'll give them um, a .5 on the 17-mile. Not, not my favorite. Not even close. But we actually have two more, so get ready. Oh uh, we've got the next, oh boy. next week's episode. Well, we'll have something to compare them to. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna round out dry January with the NA beers. Uh, but we've got some different ones, and I, I think uh, at least one of them I'm very interested in trying out. So we're gonna be trying 49 Run Wild A IPA, and then the Heineken Zero Zero that, that you've probably seen advertised. And I got high hopes for that. one. Yeah, let's see if it tastes. I'm actually like a more Heineken. excited about that one. Yeah, I am too because yeah. we all know what a Heineken tastes like, and it comes tastes. in Brian's favorite green bottle. That's it'll, right. It'll Will it be like skunky? A, it'll it, probably taste like a Van Danken. And we're gonna go a little bit more in depth into how popular these beers have gotten and uh, just where you can find them. So make sure you join us next week for Good Swill Hunting. <laughs>